So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Tilly. And we're going to ask her some questions today about her upcoming, or her newest single, her newest. Flip a Switch. Uh, so congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the sponsored so far? Yeah, I feel really good about it. Um, my fans seem really excited. I feel like I'm gaining a lot new fans, a lot of new fans from it. And uh, yeah, I feel good. I've been waiting to release that song for a while, so I'm happy that she's finally born. Oh yeah. Well, it fucks, how long? So. How long have you been holding on to it? Uh, probably about two years. Wow. For yeah. what? Like, was it finished for two years or? Um, I was actually working on my debut, what was going to be my debut record at the end of like 2019. And, uh, the guy I was producing it with, um, like literally took a bunch of drugs and lost his mind Oh, uh, <laughs> and like screamed at me and like all this crazy showing down. So I had to kind of start my album from scratch. So that kind of added a process to it. So I didn't start re-recording it until like the beginning of um, last year, 2020. Oh. Um, yeah. So I did that. And then we filmed the music video about a year ago as well. So is that what your song lose my mind is about or something completely different? Um, I don't think, he's mentioned in that song that's uh that's other other shit okay all right (laughs) a lot of other shit in my life uh i think that was i was all uh before that time so okay all right okay that's fair uh so is there any meaning behind the single name flip a switch and the cover arts um flip a switch yeah i guess it was just you know the title that that we came up with and kind of like the concept about um you know, I, I like to talk about a lot of my songs, like things that I think people, especially as a woman, um, like put on you or label you as is kind of like a negative thing. And I like to almost like rebrand those things and make them my superpower. Um, and so flip a switch was kind of like that too, you know, like I can definitely go from like zero to a hundred really quick. Mm-hmm. And but only like if it's it's valid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of like people calling women like crazy and and all this shit like when it's actually legitimate. Like, you know, there's this one quote that's in one of my other videos that's like, and she was made to appear crazy by the man that drove her there. And, you know, it's like, I think that's kind of a reoccurring theme. So flip a switch was just kind of like, you know, a metaphor for like how quickly I can go from being a really nice person to a bitch if you piss me off okay mm-hmm. all right uh yeah. so can you tell us a little about your writing process for this single um yeah i can't remember exactly how it started um i was working with one of my like frequent collaborators this amazing writer skylar stone street um she's written some pretty big hit songs actually and she's been like a long time collaborator and friend of mine and we were writing and also with this guy nick bailey and uh i don't remember like really where the flip a switch came from um i do remember singing do you want to see this crazy bitch and (laughs) everyone kind of being like that's bizarre we love it (laughs) perfect yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> Everyone's like, can we, can we do that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but that's why a lot of writers, I think in LA really like writing with me is cause I'm, they're always like, Oh, you, there's no rules with you. You know, mm-hmm. like you'll say anything you want to say, you'll fucking sing some crazy shit. Cause I just, I don't care. Like I'm not, I'm not in this for like, obviously I love to be on the radio and I love to, you know, be headlining arenas, but I'm not going to like compromise like my art and my message for that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's been a process finding those people that are like, we love this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was kind of like that. And then, uh, again, like the, one of the lyrics that's my favorite is like, you know, I got my crazy from my daddy and <laughs> Skylar and I like really both related to that. Um, because again, I think there's this, this like paradigm in, in culture that like women are the crazy ones. And, um, my dad is like ultimate flip a switch guy, like mm-hmm. ultimate. Like mm-hmm. he will just go, you know, 180 in a second. So, yeah. All right. Uh, but I think I was I was talking to Gloria about this earlier. Like I think you definitely found your niche because like I heard this and I was like, this is weird and out there, but this is going to be massive because mm-hmm. of how like weird and out there it is, and people gravitate towards that shit. So I yeah. think you found a niche with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like it's kind of crazy because I've had this song for so long. Um, it was really like the jumping off point of like my whole new sound. And I wouldn't say it's like a crazy departure from what I've done, but it feels like a, a fully like realized version of me and really encapsulates that like quirkiness and, um, you know, like edginess that I had, but just kind of more of like really letting my personality come through and so i'm excited for it to be like the beginning of a new era really oh yeah so true and yeah. so i want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this track and the meaning behind it Ooh. well aside from the daddy one that i just talked about mm-hmm. um i think i you know i really love the pre-chorus about, you know, I take 10 deep breaths, namaste, thought a lot about what would Jesus say. And I tried all I got, but the self-help didn't take. And uh, that's something else that I, you know, I'm just like really into exploring, like in my own brain and like with other songs is, is kind of the, the process and the thinking behind like Mm self-help and you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm in therapy. I read self-help books all the freaking time. I meditate. I work out. I'm like trying to, I'm like, yeah, um, <laughs> but I do think sometimes there's like, you know, it's like a bottomless pit with self-help sometimes. And, um, sometimes like you're just fucking angry mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's valid. Like you don't always need to push past, your anger or your frustration and be like a bigger person because anger is a valid emotion. And, um, you know, sometimes you just have to let that breathe and let that be what it is. So, For yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so where was your headspace at while you were creating the single? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, Skylar and I, when we get together, we're just like, 
we're just on another level. Like we like talking our own language and we just say crazy, crazy shit. We're like little Dante, little Dante. Like we like made up this invisible baby once named little Dante and I like drew a picture of him and like, everyone's like, what the fuck are they talking about? Um, It's just like, I don't know. It's just like part of the process. We just go to another place. And uh, (laughs) so her and I just kind of like go off. Like one time, when we were recording this, I actually broke my ankle because we were just going off so hard that I like, I f- literally just like fell over and broke my ankle. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> whatever gets the song done, I guess. Yeah. So okay. there's a lot of wild shit. I mean, I wrote a song recently and I, I crashed my car on the way home. Uh, oh my God. So, you know, sometimes you just get, you just get wild. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair Maybe enough. a little too wild. <laughs> like, <laughs> a little too wild. Yeah, yeah. Can't control myself. <laughs> uh, so how do you recommend your listeners to listen to this track for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends? Should they play it at a party? Should they play it in the dark with headphones on? What do you personally recommend? Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think what they should do is have it queued up for the holiday season whenever that annoying family member says some stupid ass shit mm-hmm. like what are you doing with your life <laughs> or when are you gonna have kids mm-hmm. just have that shit queued up on a bluetooth speaker do you want to see this crazy bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's what yeah. i think okay that's, that's perfect. perfect that's perfect yeah, yeah. um <laughs> So this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. <sighs> Fuck. Oh my God. I'm stressed. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, rage. Okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Transcending rage truth okay that's very good that was very that was perfect good job job. very good job on that sweating (laughs) Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want your listeners to have while going through this track um i think like a, a pretty like recurring theme in my music is like a sense of catharsis um mm. you know and i think like I said earlier, anger, like feelings are so valid. And I think like I have complex PTSD and a lot of, you know, issues. And um, I, a lot of my life, like I, I had people telling me like not to be angry, um, Mm -hmm. not to be sad, you know, just, just get past it. And why are you living in the past? And while there's some truth to that, you know, I, think it's so important to acknowledge the dark shit sometimes because if you don't like it doesn't just go away it just gets bigger and bigger in the back of your brain and it consumes you in like subconscious ways so you know when people listen to my music I want them to feel like they have this little outlet where they can be like the crazy bitch where they can be like let that some of that frustration out and like feel it through it and you know transcend it I love that it's very good um, what band or artist influence you think in here on this track, if any? Ooh, uh, probably like Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. 
like early Eminem mm-hmm. uh, and like Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Good picks. Yeah. Very good picks. That's good. It's a good lineup. Yeah. Because this was like, you know, two years ago. It's funny because now people hear that song and they're like, oh, this reminds me a little bit of Ash Nico or something. But like when we wrote this song, like she wasn't even, I didn't even know who she was, you know, it was yeah. like before she popped off and stuff. So it's been really interesting to see how this like new scene has kind of emerged that I think my new music actually fits in really well. Whereas when I was just writing and recording it, that didn't exist. So mm-hmm. it's perfect. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating the single? Ooh. Is um, it breaking your ankle? No. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a masochist, uh, believe it or not. Um, honestly, I think I think it would have to be making the music video. Um, mm-hmm. We filmed that in the pandemic and you know, none of us really on the team had like made anything the entire year. Um, and it was just like so healing, I think for everybody and kind of reminded all of us that like, why the fuck we're even here, you know? Cause I think everyone kind of had that thought towards the end of the pandemic, just like the fuck are we doing with our lives? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, probably making the video. Cause it just, I got to bring all the lyrics, you know, to life and work with, the most incredible makeup artists that I've ever worked with. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a really sick experience. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Um, so picture this, you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Hot Cheetos. Okay. (gasps) Okay. Are we doing like super hot Cheetos, like the extreme ones or just like the regular ones? I love the extreme ones. I also love the, the ones with the lime on them. Ooh, okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah right. those are good have you tried the jalapeno ones no no are those the jalapeno cheddar ones i think the- so yeah oh maybe i have been mm-hmm. i didn't know if they had jalapeno flaming hot i was like oh shit they might exist because i think oh, i might have had them but i just remember it was jalapeno and it was like kind of hot but it wasn't like as hot as like they're they're super hot cheddar flaming hot yeah. whatever it is yeah but it was good it was good it was flavorful flavorful Ooh, i like that right. uh, so where do you see your project in the next five years oh my god uh in five years mm-hmm. like at the end of the five years or like along the way over the just course kind of, of like over the years. course yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I would love to, I would love to become a household name and I would love to tour and play big ass shows, um, not set up my own gear. <laughs> yeah. <be> good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> very valid. Stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, I just, yeah, I just want to. I don't know. I want to, I want to just become like known like worldwide and, and have a lot of fans. And, um, I mean, that's my favorite part about doing this is just like meeting the fans and connecting with fans. Um, eventually I would love to start my own label and, um, also produce for other artists, other like up and coming female artists. Mm -hmm. Um, 
because that's a really big part of of what I do and like my sound is all the like sounds I hear in my head and you know I produce pretty much most of my music you know with sometimes I'll work with like partners and stuff but um I think that's why you know songs like flip a switch and everything like it's so like out there and weird is just because I that's that's what it sounds like in my brain just like mm -hmm. beep, 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 woo, like just all the time so yeah <laughs> I would love to to do that you know to work with other uh female artists and like produce for them and uh yeah hopefully like I would love to win a Grammy that'd be cool that'd be really good um like over the course of the next five years and as you get bigger, cause it's going to happen. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you plan on like continuing to play like a major role in the production or do you, is the plan to kind of hand it off to a producer at some point? Ooh, I don't think I could ever fully hand it off mm -hmm. um, because it's something that I like truly enjoy. And like I said, is like, I think a really big part of my creative process and like my sound and that's what makes it unique is like my perspective on it. Um, so no, I don't think I would ever fully hand it off, but yeah. I am working with someone now that is like all my new songs that haven't come out yet. That's he's fucking awesome. And he, he like, he just gets it. So it's awesome because I don't have to like do as much. Like I can just kind of come in and do like, I really like to make like theatrical moments my songs like usually like the second verse or the second pre-chorus so i like pull things out and and like to have little like ramp ups and like synth mm -hmm. builds and, and things like that and um you know other people just like don't don't i don't know think about that um usually you know that's like something that i really like to do so i'll probably always be involved to some capacity and to be honest, like if I had a sick engineer and I had the budget for that, like I might just fully produce my own stuff sometimes. Okay, Whoa, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for the last couple of questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So oh. if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? <sighs> um. <laughs> God, you guys are coming in hot with these, these hard questions, man. <laughs> I love eating. I love food so much um, to pick. I mean, if you're on death row, can you have like anything and everything? You can yeah, have like, I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. All right. I'm doing, I'm doing honestly probably like a soda fries from the taco truck in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably doing, um, I love like a nice steak. Probably do that. Um, I got fries and fries and steak. That's pretty much it. Probably that and some red wine, some okay. Pinot Noir. Okay, <laughs> sounds perfect. Or a mezcal, mezcal margarita. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, are Why you getting both? both? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why not? There go off the bed. Oh yeah. Fucking turn. Little dose of DMT in there. Why not? Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live any probably like any tim burton movie um mm -hmm. or like peewee's playhouse um yeah 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 okay. very good <laughs> yeah um 
I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to has said that it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Ooh. I'm a Libra, so it's like... Oh, hey, me too. Yes. I'm going to go with green. Okay. Ooh. It's a very make it harder. Color. Got a specific shade of green that you like? What <laughs> is this? The color of this water bottle. Okay, it's so like a darker green. Yeah, like a nice little like emeraldy, like mm-hmm. okay. foresty kind of. Yeah, it's like a forest green or like an olive green. I love yeah. that. Like an army green. That's mm-hmm. All right. My pants. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good <laughs> uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Listen to flip a switch and watch the video and follow me on the socials at who is Tilly because I will be having a lot of new music coming out next year. Oh yeah. Ooh. Well thank you for Snap. This has been Tilly and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>